Hey, we want to welcome everybody to the latest Denny Artachi Show podcast. Great guest today, uh, Janine. Is it Tilford, your last name? Yep, Tilford. Yes. I've known her as Casey Rains. We, we share some things in common. She's a musician and entertainer as well. But I got I got to tell you, your story is amazing. You're, so, folks, Janine uh, has been a school teacher for how many years? Ten years. Ten years, Okay. She is an entrepreneur in the truest sense because she has her own company called, get this, Toadbusters. So your company is formed on removing poisonous toads throughout South Florida, right? Yes. My first question is, how in the hell did you get the idea to do this? So first I was a teacher. That was uh, a great job. I was an environmental science teacher. Okay. And that was you know, I was into all kinds of animal stuff, which was cool. Before that, I used to import reptiles and I used to go catching snakes and frogs and everything. And I noticed that there was more and more invasive species out there. And then I worked as a veterinary technician in a pet emergency. And we had people bring in their dogs that had bit the toad and died, or we would have them in and it would cost them over a thousand dollars. And they'd ask me, they're like, well, what, what can we do about this? And uh. there was no answer. You know, the, the, I was like, you're going to have to go out and remove the toads or kill them yourself. And nobody wants to do that. You know, they're no. like, I don't want to do that. But on the other side, they don't want to lose their pet either. So I kept telling myself, there's something to this. You know, there's there's a potential for a business here. And as a teacher, not making a great salary, um, and then having the band just barely managing and a single mom, I was like, I have to do something else. And the only time I had was at nighttime. So, you know, I started the business. We started it up and I think it was in March. And in two months, I already had like 20 clients and we ended up the year uh, with about 250 by the time I was done. I remember you first saw, uh, because obviously I've helped a lot of teachers through the years, I mentor students, and I would see you at your school, and you said, hey, I've got, Denny, I've got this great idea that's really <laughs> taking off. I said, what? I, I said, by the way, I, your show was great the other night. And so you were like, oh, yeah, but I got this new idea. And I go, yeah, what's that? Yeah, I'm going to remove toads, you know, because I said, oh, so... You're going to be jumping into bushes and like, how, how do you get them? How do you, it's not like you have a whistle, like you go hunting, right? <laughs> how do you catch toads? <laughs> so so it, it actually sounds like it's more difficult than it is. Well, yeah. I right? mean, they hop around. It's not like they're waiting for you to say, hey, Janine, here I am. Yeah. Well, it kind of is that way. Really? So, so like at night, they're nocturnal. So they come okay. out at nighttime. Um, if you have dogs, they're actually more into the yard because they actually eat dog poop. It's pretty gross. But if, if you look at how it started, there's bugs on the dog poop. So they're attracted to the bugs. And then then it just clicks that they just eat the bugs with the dog poop. Wow. And so if you have a pet, they're more apt to be in your yard. If you have lights on, we call, we call those little lights around the house, Taco Bell, McDonald's, Burger King, because the bugs go right This is really lights. exciting and sexy, I got to tell you. Can you imagine? Say, so, what do you do for a living? Oh, I, I catch frogs. You and... should see how many guys I got. <laughs> how long have you been doing this now? Uh, seven years. All right, seven. Folks. She started off with 20 or 40 clients. You wouldn't guess she had, you're up to what? 4,000? 4,000 clients. I didn't think there were that many poisonous frogs out here. Oh, it'll never stop. It'll never stop. So you're no longer teaching. This yeah. has taken off so much. You've, you've got employees. 
Uh, I was invited to the luncheon that we had, and I yeah, talked to your employees meeting. about their financial stuff. And and it's, interestingly enough, when COVID hit, while people were your business actually grew. Yeah, because you know I don't know if you remember, but you were stuck at home, right? So yeah. A lot of people were bored. They were buying dogs. They were getting puppies. This is the time they were like, oh well, I'm working from home now. I can have yeah. a dog. So more people were buying dogs, and we were considered pest control, so we didn't get shut down. Um, and literally, we grew. And when I first started... I'm just were, laughing because I'm imagining that you're chasing my, frogs. Yes, it is. It's great. Like, you know, that's how I that's how I met my boyfriend. I just took him out on a, a toad collection. And that's it. And you just see, you had him at toad. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. They're like, yeah, really? What do you really do? <laughs> like, No, this is what I do. <laughs> Would you like to see my bank statement? <laughs> um, yeah, it's it was crazy though. So uh, okay, do you have you have a website, right? Mm -hmm. and, and it's toad is toadbusters.com. It toad, toadbusters.com. So f folks, I bet a lot of you listening out there, especially in Florida, probably have a toad problem. And if you have dogs, um, is there a number they can call? Uh, yes, we have our eight hundred number, which I don't have. You don't have it on your. Yeah, okay. If you go to the the website at www.toadbusters.com. It has all the information there. You can get in touch with us there. We can set you up. We not only do the toad catching now, we actually started a company called Pet Protect Fence. Okay. And that fencing is what goes onto your existing fence and it keeps the toads out of the yard. So not only do we provide you the service of, you know, taking the toads out, we actually can keep them from coming in the yard. So you can feel more secure taking your dog out at Our night time. <clears throat> I guess it's a it's a big problem. A lot of dogs die from biting or getting oh. exposed to toads they right? just have to touch it they just have and to get it, it on their mouth i've had a small maltese that didn't go after anything she just walked it and somehow it stepped on a toad came into the house started licking its paw and it had the toxin on its paw and had a seizure from the the toxin and they didn't figure that out till later that he actually had stepped on a toad and the toxin got on the foot even though he didn't go after it um, they almost lost a dog. You know what's so amazing? No one's thought about this business model prior to you. I've never heard <laughs> of a of a company be. But when you think about it, it's a serious problem. If you have a community that's got water and and let's say you know two hundred, three hundred units in it, houses, and you better believe. And and so how do you know if a toad is, is poisonous? Because there's probably a few different types in Florida, right? Well, we have we have two that are native. We have the spadefoot toad, well, two that are close to the bufa toad. We have another one, an oak toad, but it's small. Um, we have the, the spadefoot toad and the southern toad. And then those guys look a little bit different than okay. our bufa toads, but I can tell you that the majority of South Florida, the bufa toads are so aggressively taking over because they have a faster gestation period, um, they're toxic even in the egg form. So there's really not a lot of predators out there to, to cut the numbers down that they pushed all of our native stuff either farther west into the um, forested areas because the bufatids prefer to live with us because life is easy. You know, okay. we have a lot of lights. It attracts the bugs. They're super lazy. Um, so they're not actively out there to get your dog, but they, they're toxic so they don't have to worry. So they just lay there. Uh, I guess uh, the first thing that comes to mind for those listening is uh, how do you find out if they're there? You know, someone says, hey, I, I've got a couple of dogs. I'm concerned. What do you do? You 
You have you have someone that uh, dresses up like Rambo and sits at night and looks for him. Well, How I don't know they, if you've been if you've ever gone out at nighttime and been underneath your, your by your door. They go I've by the garage, them. by yes. the front door. Um, people, it's kind of like one of those things. Like if you're not aware of it, yeah. you don't see it, right? No, but I the have minute seen I show you. Then mm-hmm. it becomes, and, and if you see them and you don't have a dog and you're not concerned about it, you know, actually, I have clients that don't have dogs, but the toads poop so big, we call them, like, it can put a grown man to shame. Like, I've had people think wow. the neighbor let their chihuahua loose on the deck. And it's and, the and frog. And it's the toads. Yeah, and they go into the pool, so the pool companies catch me. I've been driving down the road and actually had a red light, and, you know, next night I have a pool guy run up to me, you know, to grab carts because, you know, he's like, man, I'm tired of cleaning this toad poop out of the... So, communities, <laughs> pools, um, typically your clients have you come, what, every couple of weeks? Yeah, we recommend every two weeks. Every it's two a pretty weeks. good thing. Okay. So, we remove the t- their territorial, so once we get in, take them out of the area, they new ones can move in, but we're just constantly inv- evicting the new guys that are coming in. I mean... What do you do with the toes? Do you sell them to a French restaurant and they cut off the legs? What? Are... <laughs> <laughs> well, toads and wheelchairs. Yeah, exactly right. Frog legs. Yes. No, you 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 exterminate them, right? Yeah, they're it's illegal. First of all, they're an invasive species. They originated from South America. Are you going to have like animal rights activists really mad at you because you're killing poisonous no, toads? No, you know what? We we follow the guidelines of University of Florida and uh, IFAS. So we work with with um, okay. with fish and wildlife. We do the we put them to sleep first, just as if you were going to have surgery, and they are asleep, and then they go in the freezer. But how do you how do you catch them? The, Denny, I can put one on the table right here. We can get through the whole podcast, and it'll probably just sit there the entire time. <laughs> So, I probably would. So, so yeah. So at, at nighttime, we don't start till it's dark. And okay. They come out of the burrows. They live up underneath the roots of the the grass, and then the plants, and anything else you got out there. Your barbecues and patio furniture. And as soon as it gets dark, they come out to feed. So once they they come out, they're focused on feeding, and we just catch them. So it doesn't. Be, okay. It's a very. It's not a difficult thing to do. It's actually quite easy. Um, is there a certain price point that you? I mean, can you talk pricing or everybody's individual, how big their house is? Um, it, it's general pretty much for most most houses. It's uh, $75 a visit okay. um, that we come out. There is an initial consultation fee, which we, we come in with at the beginning. Um, and that includes us going over the, the process of, you know, what, what happens to your dog if you do get into one, how to help them, what you know, what to do. Um, we've now included, we have, um, we've got a new kit that, that's a treatment package. So like, say you decide to go to a dog park or go on a walk, yeah. you can take this backpack with you. So in case your dog does get into one, you're prepared to give yourself that extra 15 or 20 minutes to get to the emergency. Um, you know, But it's interesting to. because now uh, you don't just catch them up, but you're also setting up uh, fences and stuff to stop them from coming in, right? Yeah. Because normal extermination, which I pay, you know, for my house is... They zap it, and all of a sudden they're running for cover, and they're mm-hmm. coming out initially. That, that's not what this is. You you catch them, but once you feel you have it under control, you also put defenses so that more don't come in. Well, the frustrating part is, see, you have a dog, right? I don't know yeah. if you do or not. I do. Oh, you do. Okay, so if you know your dog goes after stuff, oh, yeah. and you have to let them out at nighttime. A lot of people have become so neurotic with taking their dog out to go to the bathroom or for a walk because if they go after stuff, I mean, they've got flashlights. It becomes like almost an anxiety of taking the dog out. Um, And by putting the mesh in, we can remove everything inside and pretty much create a 98 to 99% chance that you're not going to run into one 
granted, it takes one bite to kill a dog, you know, if they run into it. But by putting the barrier up, we put it in the ground, we seal off the gates. So unless the pool guy leaves the door open or the lawn guys do, or during baby season, because the babies are a quarter of an inch to half an inch long, they can kind of squeeze into some areas. But we've got We've got it probably as sealed as possible. To I've seen uh, toads or frogs leap pretty high, so yeah, your this, fence this goes up thirty inches. So yeah, that's that's I figured as much. And they because can't climb it. It's 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 no. They don't. This particular mesh we use is that to withstand the heat, withstand the sun, and it has no holes. They can't get finger holds in it. Wow. So you're liking this much better than teaching? I see. You know. I, I, I can't say I, I love kids. So I, I know I you do love miss kids. It. I, I was getting a little disappointed. But they've changed so it much is. for teachers. You and know, I still help so many. Yeah. And a lot of them since COVID have retired. Yeah, they retired, or there was a lot of people that had these side jobs that you know were kind of putting them on and didn't want to give it up. COVID kind of pushed you to do that. And, you know, for me, I, I didn't want to stop teaching. I planned on teaching a little bit longer. I think I told you I didn't plan on doing yeah. this forever. Um, but, but it's taken off so much. You are the true entrepreneur. You started a business that who would have thought of that? But it, the light bulb went off when you saw how many dogs were dying from this. Mm -hmm. And now you have over 4,000 Besides Florida, what other states have this issue? Uh, Texas, I believe, is starting to have a problem with the cane toads. Um, Hawaii has a problem with the cane toads. Um, so far, you don't mind going to Hawaii, right? And I'm working, working on there. that one. I, <laughs> actually, not only the cane toads, actually, the, the New Guinea flatworms was a huge thing. Was I think I was getting to tell you a little about that's oh, the newest right. business. Flatworm. So now you're going after flatworms. Yeah. So basically, we had the toads, right? And we started with the toads, and we got to the fencing. Yeah. The fencing is just exploding. We're actually getting ready to now offer that nationwide. Um, and sell it to, as a DIY so that you can put it up yourself to keep your dogs in and keep predators out, raccoons, coyotes, um, so you can install it on your fence in other states. That you don't have the toad problem, but you definitely want to keep your pets safe from predators. Right, right. Um, so we're doing that. But while I was catching toads, I noticed there was this leech-looking worm coming around and did some homework and found out that this is a new invasive species. And I would say I'm probably the, the most knowledgeable on this particular worm at this point because nobody knew what it was and what it was doing, but it came from New Guinea. It carries the um, rat lungworm parasite. So it's a, it's a lungworm. It gets into your, your system through either rat feces um, it, it's transmitted from the flatworm to the snails. I'm losing my appetite, folks. Uh, <laughs> we don't frogs like that. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it got to be huge. And in Hawaii, they told the people to stop gardening oh my because God. people were dying mm. from this parasite. And we don't even know. We think that you could get the, the parasite just from the worm crawling over the So lettuce. really, Janine, any state that has warm climate, that's where, you know, this is not going to be... A problem in cold states right but the toads are not an issue in cold states um wow yeah i can just i this is just going to continue to grow the more that people realize and see what's out there and of course i'm going to help you invest all that money you're making <laughs> with uh as you keep growing and you're hiring more people and what, what would you say to people who think ah that's i don't have a problem i mean what statistically I mean, statistically, if you're in South Florida, you're going to run into having your dog encounter a toad. I mean, and unfortunately, with COVID and the mass people moving in from mm -hmm. other states, 
our business, like we literally the phone calls were, were off the charts because so many people came here. They're used to leaving their dogs out in New Jersey or New York or, or California. They don't worry right. about it. And we had so many calls where I, I don't know how many dogs were lost this year. It was it was so upsetting to me because they usually work with the news uh, and I they do a, a little story for me once or twice a year. And I begged them during that time. I said, can you please put something out? Because there's so many people coming in and they don't know about this. And they were losing their dogs. I mean, I would say I had probably 100 clients. The new clients came to me um, just because they lost their first is dog. The, is the price the same whether or not you have a $300,000 house or a $3 million house? Same, same price. We It does go up if you have like over two acres and we're doing a you know, larger okay. property. That becomes and we do corporate accounts. So we, we work in some of the communities that have condos. Uh, we do uh, we do work in Ocean Reef and uh, Key Largo. We you know so we're, we're in a lot of the bigger communities. So what what we found is if we can get to these big communities and do all the lakes, like say um, the, some of the bigger communities in Delray, fifty percent of the houses are on water. It's fifty percent water. Yeah. So it, it's an automatic breeding ground for the toads. So that's another Super question. Easy. It doesn't. I mean, we we know it affects dogs, mm -hmm. cats, cats, birds, snakes. Does it affect people? Um, not really, in the, the sense like I mean, I, as a kid, I, I mean, I don't know how many toads I picked up and played with. You know, it's like I think if you eat a McDonald's, you're immune to yeah, uh, poisonous toads. <laughs> you can. I uh... mean, you're not going to get the, 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 the toxins water soluble, and honestly, when you pick one up, the first thing they do is pee on you. So that's not toxin. <laughs> and most people go, "Ew, gross," and drop it. Um, but the, the, if they're not feeling threatened, they don't produce the toxin you know but if you mess with them a bunch i guess if a child okay. were to get it on his hands and then eat something technically yes it could be harmful but we just haven't seen that you know so i would say it, it's definitely could be something if your kid's not afraid to grab frogs i mean i survived i don't know i don't i didn't eat i always wash my hands but you know i guess you know if a little kid's out there playing with the frog and puts their hands in the mouth they could get the toxin so besides this uh, unbelievable new venture you have, you're still doing music, right? I, I'm still writing. I've been yeah. writing and going back and forth to Nashville and did pretty well with some of the songs. I've pitched them out and won some international songwriting awards for the some of my songs. Really? Yeah. Yeah, but uh, it doesn't pay as much as this business, does it? It doesn't pay. People just, you know, you and I have discussed this because people know, obviously, uh, I've been in some great projects, and I still perform for fun. They have no clue how little you make Ugh. playing music, even it's, though we love to do it, right? Right. You love to do it, but you feel like you just... <laughs> and then there's the days that you, you go there, and there's like three people. And then you're, you know... Yeah. It, we called it paid practice. I guess paid we probably practice, do that yeah. too. But, you know, it was, it was disappointing. And then the worst thing is when they say, why aren't you on in Nashville? Why aren't you like yeah. a star? And yeah. people don't realize how difficult it is to even, everything's changed. It's not like that anymore. You know, you don't just go, they're like, oh, I want to pick you up and take you. Right. You think just because you're going to go play somewhere, you're going to be discovered and be rich and yeah. famous. That's now, you did tell me that you think you want to enter The Voice for next year, huh? I'm, I'm going to give it a shot this year. Have you ever done The Voice? I have not. I thought about it a couple times too, but I'm like, I'm I'm probably too old for I, that, I, man. You but know? okay, this is the way I see it. It's like we're probably both too old for it. They have the and I'm. And <laughs> Do I'm, they have the old person's the category old person, in the voice? The old person. Yeah. But you know, I look at it in a couple <laughs> ways. It's it's more of a marketing way to pitch out your music, anyways. And you know what? What do we got to lose? 
That's, you're that's, right. That's you're what right. I said about the toads. I'm like, what do I get to lose? I put $1,200 I invested initially. That's and what I said, you can initially I, invested? Yeah, I said, can I lose $1,200? And yeah, not really. I couldn't lose it, but I figured it was worth the risk of laying that out to start the company. So it's interesting. When I first met you, you were juggling music, mm-hmm. being a teacher, and then you started this. And a single mom. And a single mom. Which is a full-time job. How old is your kid now? He's 20. Yeah, kid. Right. Um, I had him when I was five. And look at that. This thought venture has worked out to be your breadwinner, Mm -hmm. your passion. The best part about this, look at all the people that you're helping. It's extremely rewarding. Like, it's like, you, you can't, the feeling of providing that peace of mind for people. And I mean, I've met people that are, have like, such an anxiety about this and absolutely yeah it it is if you lost a dog i mean it it breaks my heart every time i hear it because you know i love animals how quick does it happen if your dog's exposed to a a poisonous toad like how quickly would they die from minutes Mm -hmm. yeah you have about 15 minutes it depends on the size of the dog how much toxin well most of the ones you hear dying are the small ones ones, yeah. yeah yeah because they they a lot of times it's like say you let your dog outside they bit a toad you're inside in the kitchen making dinner or whatever and the dog's supposed to be going to the bathroom and then you're like 20 minutes 30 minutes later you're like where's fluffy and fluffy's not there and then you go out and he's already what can you do if your dog is exposed so the first thing you want to do is wipe the mouth out with a wet paper towel you want to wipe the teeth the gums the the tongue everything as many times as possible Always know where your pet emergency is. So I always tell keep that number handy because the 15 minutes you're scrolling through your phone trying to find one is not what you need to be doing at that point. Right. Um, and then from that point on, you're you just the symptoms of it is understanding like what what you're going to see when they come in. They their eyes dilate, they start salivating, they vomit. They'll eventually go into a seizure. Um, it raises their body temperature, so they like get really hot. And then the seizure doesn't mean they're going to die, but that really puts it up there on how much toxin they ingested. So getting that out of their mouth as fast as possible and then getting straight to the um, pet emergency is what we do. We do have a new package now that we uh, have activated charcoal. So that can bind with whatever toxins left in the mouth or the gut and give you a few more minutes to get to the vet. So we started um, providing emergency kits for our clients. So the website is toadbusters.com uh, for all the Florida listeners. Um, I think some of the people who listen to me in Europe are probably, I bet it's a problem over there too. I mean, it can't um, be well, just indigenous Well, they don't have the toads, to but the worms are, the, worms. the worm thing, it's, it's, oh it's nation, God. it's actually worldwide. It, in France, they're decimating the earthworm population. So, and hmm. the, these worms are not, they, they don't even like react to most poisons. So we actually came up with, I worked with another teacher, a friend of mine, mm-hmm. and in three weeks we came up with a solution that's non-toxic, kills the worms on contact, is, has a residual effect to keep them away from areas that you don't want them. And um, so that we're just getting ready to release that. And nobody else was looking at that side of it. So, and this is huge. There's a guy that that's, we originally wanted 10,000 to discuss <laughs> with him the, the what we were doing and then he did some research and he's called me almost every week. So if they want to know inf- more information is is the initial consultation free or No, no. Um, the initial consultation is I believe 175 for the okay. visit and then we come out, we do the collection and um, they'll, they'll talk to the technician and from that point on they they 
kind of schedule what they think they need, whether you need it weekly for a while or every two weeks or okay. once a month. And our prices are pretty standard as long as you keep service with us once a month. A lot less cheaper than, what is it, $1,500 to go to the vet because yeah, your, your, your dog is vomiting and convulsing. Or and, dying. Or dying, right, yeah. Well, Toadbusters, <laughs> it's that, that sexy company that just keeps growing and growing. And who are you gonna call exactly? Right when you when you were with the love doctors, they kept busting your stones uh, on that calling. Who are you gonna call? Oh, they played all the they played all the music <laughs> in the background. They, they, they had a blast on that. Um, well, look, uh, I hope I hope you do get in the voice. I hope you do that. Are you, you're not playing much anymore, are you? You're no, too I'm busy. just writing. I just been going back and forth to Nashville recording. So yeah, Nashville. I'm this guy to help. I, I I may have to Nashville. Um, I like I I write many songs as well. I'd love to sell my songs to someone younger and has a more prosperous future musically than I do, uh, because you know after a certain age, I guess in country it doesn't matter. No country, you've got a chance still. You got a chance, right? But I'm a New Yorker. I can't sing country. That's <laughs> like, uh, you know, if I could, I would. But if, you could pitch your music. Who knows it. I mean, that's, I could that's my music, goal. Right, like, yeah. I mean, it, it would. I wouldn't say I'd turn down a, a chance at Absolutely being not. somewhere. But on the other side, it's like if I can pitch my songs and Carrie Underwood picked one up or somebody like that. Yeah, I'd like to be that guy who wrote the dance for Garth Brooks. Yeah, he did okay. Right, he did all right. Yeah, and and Garth made it. Uh, but, but Nashville is still. I'm going to go to Memphis in January because I won the local oh, challenge. You did? Yeah. yeah, so I'll be going there doing original blues. And Memphis is very cool. Uh, I, I went to Nashville uh, some years ago, and I actually, I had to, but I actually performed at Tootsie's. Yeah. And I cannot believe that you go there and these musicians are playing for tips. Oh, yeah. Folks, not only are they playing for tips, they don't take breaks. No, and because, you don't get paid. And you, right. So they'll play for like five, six hours straight so they can collect as much money as they can. It's it's a it's such a like it's so discouraging when you really see what goes on. I mean, there are some bars that do pay. I mean, the guys that I work with and record with, they they get paid. But I mean, I'm working with the guys that he's the guitar player for Billy Ray Cyrus and you know Love and Theft. And but the guy pumping gas down the street could be a phenomenal guitar yeah. player. That you're like, it just goes to show. It's it's not. It takes more than talent. You have to be lucky. Yeah. Right place at the right time. I do have one country song I'd like to sell that I think is a hit. It's called Why Can't We? And uh, I wrote it years ago, but it's so relevant today because we've, with all, I don't talk politics on my shows, but we've become so polarized and so partisan and, and so much rhetoric. I hate to see it. This, this veteran, this army veteran would like people to talk to each other more. And so the song is about why can't we? just get along yeah <laughs> so whether you're whether you brutalize the english language from the northeast like i do or you're where are you from originally Here? you're born, born and raised, and raised in south florida man she's rare again a floridian you were just born to I'm really unique yeah <laughs> I, I love frog i love as a big kermit fan you know who knew that that was my passion you know like who right? And you look back. I, I did. You I look back Kermit and back I had then. every I had a whole frog collection. You've got the green on today. I did. I did that just for, it, I for did the whole thing for definitely, you. Uh, definitely no Somebody, accident. If anybody knows where to get Kermit the frog decals for your nails, I need 
Any uh, uh, nail people out there that can do Kermit the Frog, she'll give you a free consultation <laughs> to get rid of your frogs. So, listen, I've, you are a true entrepreneur. I love to hear success stories like this. And you thought you'd finish your passion in teaching, but my God, that's changed so much wow. in the last few years. Music, we're always going to do you and I for fun. Yeah. We're not going to hold our breath on making a great big living on that. But I would not be surprised if you just keep exponentially growing and growing. I think what it is is if more people knew that this was an issue, yeah. they would go, yeah, I think we could afford $150 a month because we have several dogs and we let them out all the time. It is. And that's how it happens. Like people, you know, people call me and they're like, oh, I can't afford that. I'm not right. going to pay. But then something happens, and then they call me back, and they're like, okay, I should have listened to you. We should have done this because now, you know, we lost our dog, or they've already, you know, laid out two grand on the dog biting the toad, and then they, they're desperate. Then they're like, we want the fence up yesterday, um, you know, but so we're— we've been, As it is, there's no, um, there's no antidote or anything. No, in the vets, we basically put them on fluids and uh, give them stuff to, to help with the symptoms. And as long as we can do that and get them through that, the worst time. So then what it. happens if they go to the vet and they've, they're convulsing? What do the vets give them? Well, they, they do some, um, some like uh, anti-inflammatories to help the temperature go down. We give them fluids. Um, there's some other medications that we give them that can help to reduce the fever. And, you know, basically it's just treating them symptomatically. But there's no, like, it's not like and giving like them an, an antibiotic or No, anything. it's more antihistamine type thing to control um, the symptoms that are going on, but it is a scary thing. Like it's like a, it's an allergic reaction. It basically, but it is toxin, so it's going through yeah. their blood system. And the the scary thing with with this, it, it's so fast. And when you see the dog in the state, it's it actually makes you panic because. And I try to tell everybody that like you need to stay calm. It's just like if you had somebody had a heart attack. If you're panicking, you're not going to help the situation. So know what to do. You know, so in advance. It, look, it looks like a politician that lost the election, right? Yes, they're on the ground crying. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, I didn't say that, did I? <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I just want to shed light in a very serious subject because, my God, that's and, – and if it happens that quick, 15 minutes. Yeah, it's super fun. That's devastating. It, it's dev I mean, uh, your pet is your child. I mean, my dog, I, if, if I lose my – I mean, we all have inevitably lose our pets, but to lose them to something like that, it's just – you know, it's heartbreaking. I, I, we don't like to hear it. It's, you know, when we get calls and, you know, they lost a dog, it just it, mm. it upsets me every time. You know, we, we want to do what we can to save them. Well, I wish you uh, repeated and continued success. Toadbusters.com, ladies and gentlemen. You can call and, and you kind of know what the situation is. If, if you have pets, animals that you want to protect, I think that's very reasonable uh, to have a peace of mind, and now you're doing the fencing as well. Yep. And um, so, hey, great to have you, and we'll talk about doing some music. That sounds like a plan. And uh, thanks for tuning in on Denny Artachi's show. Who knows what my next guest will be about? I like to mix it up, and it can't just be about money and stuff like that. So uh, today's Friday. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Thank you.